Good morning. It is a joy to be with you, uh, this vibrant community, um, and thank you for having me. I'm the Reverend Paul Anthony Daniels, Rector of St. Mary's Episcopal Church in Palms, Los Angeles, California. Um, and it's nice to, to have, a, have some winter for a little bit. I'll take it, but just a little bit. Uh, thank you to Jeannie and Jesse and <clears throat> Brandon and my dear friend and brother John over there. Uh, John and I were roommates in Divinity School and um, friends to this day, and that's how we, how we got to this spot, and I'm so glad to be here. Uh, this reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, <clears throat> a story of the Transfiguration, uh, is, is my favorite. Um, it's got all those qualities you want in a story like this. It's got apparitions. It's got God talking to people. It's got, G got Jesus turning into uh, something that shones like a light. It is just beautiful and so cool. Um, and, it, and it's also got this very curious line at the end, the part which we have where Jesus says to Peter, James, and John, tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. That's a curious thing, it would seem, for Jesus to say. Tell no one about the vision. As you'll remember, Peter, after he sees Moses and Elijah, after he sees Jesus... Um, Jesus' very own glory. After he sees Jesus transfigured, that is. He asks to build three tents. And Jesus says no. What Peter wants, it seems to me in this moment, is an opportunity to memorialize. If you were in our Howard Thurman talk, you might uh, have heard me say perhaps institutionalize this religious experience. And Jesus says, no way. Go back down the mountain. But why would Jesus have said, tell no one about the vision? Could it be because Jesus didn't want to be found out by the authorities that he was the Son of God? that he didn't want to be harassed or hassled by people who might have seen him as a threat to their own sense of power? I'm going to say no, that that's not why he said, tell no one about the vision, because he goes down the mountain and begins healing, casting out demons. He does things that would get him figured out. I think that Jesus says, tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead, because he sees in Peter a kind of immaturity, a kind of spiritual immaturity. Whereby, tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead, perhaps means something like, tell no one about the vision until you know the, the, the glory of God in your heart until you can witness to the glory of God with your life. Tell no one about the vision until the vision lives in you. In the second letter of Peter, 
Peter says, so we have the prophetic message more fully confirmed. You will do well to be attentive to this lamp, the prophetic message, shining in a dark place, perhaps one's mind, one's soul, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. It seems to be the case here. I guess what I'm saying is that the glory of God is not a matter of exposition, but a matter of experience. It's something that we must know, pray on, meditate about, reflect on, be in conversation with God about, surrender to God, all of ourselves, before we can truly proclaim it, witness to it in some kind of real way. That's why we get a season like Lent. Because it allows for us to shine this lamp in the dark places and in the silent places of our lives. To have God work on us and in us a new thing. That on the other side of those 40 days and 40 nights, we might be able to truly witness to the thing that will happen, that has happened, that is always happening. But this time we spend, these 40 days and 40 nights, asking God to work on us, to work in us, it's an encounter with our own sense of inadequacy, our own sin, our own finitude, the things that we do not know, the things that we see only when we pay attention. It's an encounter with all of ourselves. And that requires courage and bravery and prayer and grace. Jesus says to his disciples, tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. I pray you a 40 days and 40 nights where you are brave enough, have the courage to let God examine your heart, to shine a light in the dark places, to encounter yourself in a deep way, and to have faith that God will bring you up on the day of rising. Amen.